ladies and gentlemen, to the third episode of the three-part podcast. I'm your host, Devin Wright. Today we're going to be discussing Jalen Brown and his extension with the Boston Celtics. Later, we're going to get into my bold predictions for this upcoming NBA season. But before we dive anywhere deep or near these two topics, let's go ahead and get the ball rolling with our first one. And that's which Bleacher reports top 10, 20 shooting guards. Now, this list came out about two days ago since recording right now, and I have a few gripes with this list. You know, there's a lot of head turners in here, so let's just go ahead and just jump into it, all right? Man, you know what? It's, it's, it's a lot of things wrong with this list, and, and for those who can't even look at it, you know, I'm just going to give you a quick rundown. We'll go from 15 to 1. It's top 15, all right? Marcus Smart, number 1. Jalen Brown. Sorry, I just messed that all the way up. Marcus Smart, number 15. Jalen Brown, 14. Josh Richardson, 13. Karis LaVert, my bad. Karis LaVert, 12. Gary Harris, 11. Buddy Hill, 10. D'Angelo Russell, 9. Victor Oladipo, 8. CJ McCollum, 7. Donovan Mitchell, 6. Devin Booker, 5. Drew Holiday, 4. Bradley Bill, 3, Paul George, 2, and James Harden, 1. Man, so let's go ahead and get with the first one. That's just really, that kind of just hurts my head. Why is Marcus Smart on the list, all right? He's not a premier superstar. He's not even a perennial all-star. He's he's a great role. He has a great role with the Celtics. He, he's a role player, and that, and that's about it, you know? He's really he locks in on defense, and he gives you some options on offense. But in no way he's top fifteen in shooting guards. I don't want to say it's laughable because I say it's disrespectful. But come on, fifteen? I have no idea what their criteria is. Uh, but just doing all this research I did before, it it, it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense. All right, another one that uh, really uh, kind of hurts in my head looking at it. Drew Holiday. Now, he could be on this list, but you'd have to put him just a little bit lower, or maybe way lower than than when you have him at four. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I can, yeah there's, there's, that's about five or maybe six more players better than Drew Holiday. I don't understand why you'd have him at number four. And another one that kind of hurts my head looking at it is Karis LeVert. Now, Karis LeVert didn't really play. And much last season, just uh, rehabilitating his, from injury. Uh, yeah, I mean, he gave you 13 points, but I don't making 13 points as a shooting guard doesn't make you top 15. Um, here's here's my three that I would replace with Marcus Smart, Karis LeVert. Might might as well even throw Joe Holiday in there. Uh, we're gonna start with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I uh, gave you 18 points per game, and it had not one, not two, not three, not four, but five playoff appearances in the last five years. You know what you're going to get out of him consistently. Uh, he'll lock in on defense and even be your closer when it comes to offense. You can swap him. I, You know, I'm a, I'm a big Jimmy Butler fan. Been watching him for a long time. 
But I, I, you could, I'd put him top fifteen. You could, you could swap him for Jalen Brown. Jesus, now even looking at it more, I'm looking at Josh Richardson. He shouldn't be on that list either, for top fifteen. He's not as, he's not as. Both of them are not are not as consistent as Jimmy Butler. Both of them have not been to the playoffs in the last five years. Both of them can't really. If you swap, if you swap either of those players from that team, they're gonna they're definitely gonna make the playoffs. There's there's no doubt about it. You might even get an Eastern Conference Final or Western Conference Final, depending on what team Jimmy Butler's on. And another player you really should be looking at at Bleacher Report is DeMar DeRozan. Now, how in the world have you already forgotten DeMar DeRozan? He gave you 21 points last year. Like I said, with Jimmy Butler, not one, not two, we get it. Five appearances in the last five years. A crazy mid-range game. Way better than Marcus Smart. I would say he's way better than Jalen Brown. And better than Josh Richardson, Karis LeVert, even Gary Harris. Why, man, everybody, everybody I just said is not even in the 20s when it comes to uh, points per game. They're all, they're all in the low teens or even in the, even in the high, high 10s. I'm I'm telling you, man. This this list really hurts my head. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I I mean, I would like to talk and sit down and talk to whoever made this list and just ask you, what are you going off of? I'm not even gonna even touch when it comes to Victor Oladipo at eight because he is a very great uh, shooting guard. Man, it's it's like I've been repeating myself the entire when it comes to these last three players. He's very great on defense and he's. Very great on offense. He's a two-way player, and that's why he should be regarded high. But he's he's injured right now. He's going to miss half the season. So how could he be top 15 if he's going to miss half the season? And speaking of when it comes to being a perennial all-star, I, I, call, call bias bias, but I got to put Zach Levine in there. He gave you 23 last year. He was top 10 in scoring among guards. And he's poised to have an all-star appearance. His first all-star appearance this year. Man, I'm telling you. Everybody in this list from 6 down. Nah, we're going to say 7 down. Everybody from 7 down. Jimmy Butler is technically better than all of them. I just, ah, man, this, yeah, this, this one just really hurts my head. I can, I can, I, we all understand. It goes without saying. James Harden is number one. Paul George, even though he plays more at the power forward, you can put him in shooting guard. He plays both. Uh, Bradley Beal, solid game, solid shooting, solid defense. You can pencil him at three. I wouldn't say he's a definite three. Drew Holiday is a big question mark. Devin Booker, really great scorer. Needs to, uh, we need to see uh, more improvement on defense. Don, Donovan Mitchell, you can pencil him. Jesus, I can't talk. Pencil him at five or six. I'm fine with that. C.J. McCollum, oh man, what a great shooter! He can shoot it from anywhere. 
I'm, I'm fine with him at the six or seven. Victor Oladipo, you got to put him lower, man. Like I said, he's going to be out half the year. He's a great player. Let's not get it twisted. Super solid on defense. Even more better on offense. He's going to be injured half the season. D'Angelo Russell, you can put him just a tad bit. I had to put him seven, seven or eight, eight or seven. I'm fine with him there. When it comes to Buddy Heald, I'm fine with him being around the 10 or 11 range. You know, great, really great offensively gave you about 20 points per defense. There's more to be seen. But from like 11 to 15, man, I swear whoever wrote this was just really just shoving shoving players in there. Gary Harris at 11 gave you 12. He did great in the playoffs, but I don't know, man. Uh, Karis LeVert, he... he he didn't play that many games last season, really recovering from injury. There's more to be seen for him. I can't really see. Uh, I can see uh, a sizable, not even sizable. I can see a, a significant scoring jump. I mean, jumping from 13 to about 17 or 13 to about 18. Don't really see him scoring in the high 20s or even the low 20s. Uh, your main score is Kyrie Irving. Karis LeVert, for those who didn't know, he plays for the... I was about to say. He plays for the... Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving. So I really don't see Karis LeVert being a, a scoring option, or at least the first scoring option on that team. Uh, moving to 13, Josh Richardson, he's not even, I can't even see him being the top three. He'd probably be around the four or five. He's, he's, he's just, I'm just not really, I mean, Jesus, I can't talk. He's great on defense. Uh, I want to say he, he's okay on defense. He gives you some great shooting. Uh, give you some floor spacing, 16 points per. Uh, I, he shouldn't be on the list. That's just me, man. Jalen Brown. When it comes to Jalen Brown, uh, there's still really more to be seen from him. Uh, thinking back to the 2018 playoffs, he did well. He gave some uh, sizable contributions to that team. Ultimately, uh, they got eliminated by the Cavaliers. Yeah, I mean, and and then when it came to the next season, he was really poised to do very well, and there was a lot of uh, people looking for him to do very well, and he didn't live up to the hype, uh, and he played an even horrible or even worse 2019 season. So when it comes to this upcoming season, man, ah, just, yeah, when it comes to the scoring options, when it comes to who has the ball in their hand the most, when it comes to rotations, he's not the first or the second guy. Maybe, maybe the third. You'd have to fight for that third position on that Celtics team. I don't see him doing that well this season. When it comes to Marcus Smart, even just adding another guy from the Celtics. You know what? I just figured out who made this list. Somebody who's a really big Celtics fan or somebody who just... Over there, over there in Boston land, because why is Marcus Smart on this list? I I probably already said that, but come on, eight points per game when you have DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Jimmy Butler, viable options to be in the top 15, and you put Marcus Smart, and that goes back to what I literally just said about Jalen Brown. When it comes to rotations, when it comes to the primary ball handler, when it comes to your primary scorer, he's not first, he's not second, or third, or fourth, or even fifth when it comes to this team. He's a role player, and he's on the bench. 
Now, is that his fault? No. Can he help it? No. Is he an all-star, perennial all-star type of player? No. So, Bleacher Report, man, you guys got to do better. This is just awful. It's just, nah, it's, this needs work. And speaking of work and people who need it, Jalen Brown is in the NBA news. Now, when it comes to Jalen Brown, he recently was offered an extension by the Boston Celtics. It was an offer for four years, $80 million. And Jalen Brown turned the offer down. And why did he do that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, he did it because he wants to bet on himself. Is it a wise, is it a wise move? Some would say. Uh, when it comes to the 2021 free agency summer, there's not a lot of people... You know, being ready for free agency. There's not a lot of big names. There's not a lot of blockbuster moves. It's your your top players are Pascal Siakam and Jalen Brown. Now, it would have been smart. Uh, let me take that back. It's it's a it's 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 a it's a it's a move. It's a move of courage of what he just did. He turned down $80 million. So this means that he'd have to play his heart out to get an even bigger contract. Now, he, now Jalen Brown has recently has been quoted by saying that he thinks he's a max, a max player. Receive, uh, that, Jesus. He believes that he is a max player and eligible to receive max money. And the NBA world, ah man, I can I, I'm pretty sure there's people out there that agree with me. I don't think he's a max type of player. Uh, there's a lot of people. There's a lot. There's two people, two colleagues in the NBA. It's uh, Ben Simmons and Jamal Murray. Now, these two players are definitely worth max money. Now, when it comes to Ben Simmons and Jamal Murray, they are the foundation. And the cornerstone, Jesus, bro, I messed that up. Cornerstone of their franchise. Now, when I say cornerstone and foundation, that means that they are very important players. Uh, ben Simmons is either one or two when it comes to ball handling or scoring. When it comes to J- uh, Jamal, Jesus, I can't say it. Jamal Murray, he's either one and two in playmaking or scoring. So, if you want max money, you have to play into it. But, I mean, when it comes to Jalen Brown's situation, he's either has to play with the minutes that are given to him and play at a high level and score at a high level and be efficient. You're not getting max money. Jalen Brown is not a cornerstone or the foundation to the Celtics roster. There are about two people ahead of his rotation that are getting the ball. There are about two people ahead of ahead of him when it comes to playmaking and making a decision on the court. So there's some questions that really need to be answered when it comes to Jalen Brown. All right, can he play at a high level? I think he can. He showed that uh, when it comes to his play in the playoffs and his play with the USA team. Can he stand out on the Celtics? 
there's a chance for him to do that if he can be efficient and score at a high level. I I, I think he can do it. I really do. And will he will or will and can he play to get a higher contract? Man, that's more to be seen. I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of things can happen when it comes to uh, this upcoming season. Uh, injuries or arresting players with fatigue. He, I, I'm pretty sure he has he has the option to do not the option. He has the opportunity to do that, and I feel like he he should and he will make the most of it. And when it comes to teams that are open to max contracts and that are not probably getting any true all-stars when it comes to that 2021 summer. The Memphis Grizzlies are open. The Raptors are open. And even the Atlanta Hawks have a lot of cap space saved for Jalen Brown. And speaking of the future, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up with my bold predictions and takes for this upcoming NBA season. So, number one, the Bulls are making the playoffs. Yeah, they've been stuck in basketball purgatory for the last three years. And when it comes to the roster they have now and the acquisitions made in the summer, they're 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 sitting pretty and they have a lot of potential. And speaking of potential, who's going to be my rookie of the year? Now, I don't really have a definite answer for you, but I have a top three. If I'm, if we're being honest, because I'm, I'm being honest with you. I'm being honest with you. All right, it's going to be Tyler Hero, Hachimura out in Washington, and Kobe White playing for the Chicago Bulls. Now, Hero. Hero played very well when it comes to playing with the Miami Heat in preseason. And, like I've said in uh, the last podcast, you have to take preseason with a grain of salt. Now, Hero, if he's on the starters, if he's starting with the Heat this season, it's like with all these players. It really depends because it's not really, rosters aren't really set. Preseason is not over. But if he's on, if he's on the starters, I can see him doing just a little. I mean, he he'd do well, but not rookie of the year well. Now, if he's on the second unit, I feel like he'll ball his eyes out. I'm gonna be honest with you. He's he's got a great shooting touch, and he's, he's I can't talk, man. He's got a great shooting touch, and he's done really good on defense from what I've seen in the preseason. But still got to take that with a grain of salt. But from what I've seen in the preseason, I feel like he'd be very... I could see him being the rookie of the year. Uh, Hachimaru is the next one. Coming from Japan, we've seen him in the FIBA World Cup. He played very well. Gave you around 23 points. He was the main scorer on that team. Played like a like a, a poised... I want to say poised. I've been saying poised a lot in this podcast. He played like a well, a well-seasoned veteran. Yeah, um, there's a lot of injured players on that Washington team. Bill Bradley Bill's going to be the number one scoring option, and I feel like his sidekick would be Hachimura. Now, when it comes to my last pick for Rookie of the Year, I got to give you some Chicago Bulls bias, man, because 
man, am I excited for Kobe White this upcoming season. Now, Kobe White has played very well in the preseason. But over here at the three-part part, we're taking the preseason with a grain of salt. But having Kobe White in that second unit, being the main scorer, he's poised to have rookie of the year as well, man. I'm telling you, when it came to the games that I have watched, he showed that he's coming cool in the pick and roll. He can dish the rock when uh, dish the rock to the open man, and even knock some knock some threes down. He didn't start knocking them down until about game two or three, but he's been doing very well as of late. Uh, and you know, just me having three picks for the rookie of the year really shows on what uh, what an exciting season we're gonna really have. In the 2019 season, man. Oh, boy. We have no idea who our playoff... I mean, we kind of have an idea who our like top three playoff locks are for the East. The West, they're pretty much already locked. We don't know who's going to win the chip. We don't know who's going to go to the conference. Who's who's the rookie of the year, the MVP. Oh, man. If you can't tell, man, I am excited. I am excited. But that's going to end it off for us here at the three-part podcast if you haven't already go ahead and follow us on all social medias find all of our episodes on all streaming platforms and ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we'll see you next week